0: Welcome to the world of Client Liaison. Harvey Miller and Monty Morgan's music is a wild collage of luxury, nostalgia, and partying. I'm Linda Mariano. This is Inspired, and in the lead single to their debut album, Diplomatic Immunity, the guys were still finding their feet with their own songwriting. What started out as a joint demo with Flight Facilities turned into a client liaison anthem. This is the spiritual story behind World of Our Love. got Harvey and Monty. Welcome in. Are you ready?
1: Oh yeah, we're excited. Definitely. Hello,
2: Triple J listeners.
0: So, let's get into the heart and soul of this track and the world. What was going on in your lives?
2: Well, we were preparing for a session with flight facilities, actually. Um, They're good friends of ours. They took us on tour around the world and we're like, yeah, let's get in the studio together. So, we flew up to Sydney and Harvey had prepared some beats. Yeah, I had some music uh, written for
1: them in the style of Flight Facilities because, um, you know, we just started to become good friends with those guys and, you know, let's get in the studio together. I was like, oh, uh, well, if we're working with Flight Facilities, maybe I should try to get it to sound a bit like them. So I had this um, one loop sample that was this kind of organ piano that um, makes up the verse. And that was just over the beat. And so we went into the session just with that.
2: They had a little studio in Glebe and we could barely all four of us fit in the same room. It's another level when there's four people collaborating on one song, but we all really liked this, this loop that Harvey had created and it had these kind of bird sounds and um, almost this spiritual awakening.
0: Oh, was this the little... Because when I was going through the song, there's this little thing that's called the bird bongo. Bird bongo, yes. Was that the original, this little?
1: Yes, that is the bird bongo.
0: Wow, what a vibe. Yeah. See, so in this tiny room, the four of you kind of getting sweaty hearing bits and pieces of this.
2: Correct. Yeah, and it, and so I, I pulled up some lyrics um, that had a pseudo-spiritual vibe and I was just mumbling my way through and Hugo made a very good point. He was just like, just slow it down. Let's just take everything you've done and slow it down, because I was singing like, there's location in the beat of our streets, everywhere. and it was just, and he was like, whoa, you just got to take your time, and I think that's what flight facilities are best at, is being minimal, and letting the listener take everything in slowly. All our music, we choose it, so word on the scene, heaven works
1: if you can know
2: We developed this kind of, a little bit of a journey with the song, and and we're all excited. It was one of a couple of songs that we did, and then we came back to Melbourne and we realised the song just needed to go to another level.
0: So what had you done at that point with Flight Facilities in that well, tiny room? The,
1: well, the living in the right time. Uh, that was just over
2: the piano, which uh, features in the verse. We, we actually have a version that Hugo put together. It was like the Hugo mix.
0: So this is the Hugo mix that he put together after this initial session.
1: We were like, oh, it needs to, it needs to pump a bit more, and we were like, uh, we need a chorus, we need a defined chorus. You know, we shouldn't just sit on the groove. We kind of want to go to the here is the chorus, ta-da! And that's when um, I went away and wrote this. Uh, you know, the trumpet pad stabs, which is now the chorus, and that
0: kind of synth bass. Wait, comes which in. which is the trumpet? Uh, the, pa- dun, can you say?
1: So that became the chorus because we were kind of like, yeah, we need
2: a bit more defined energy. That was really, that really opened it up, but it wasn't until Harvey started doing the bass line and adding an echo to it. That it really, like, the energy really... Remember that? That was in Melbourne. We had a, a studio in a warehouse at the end of a studio and um, we set up kind of two spaces so I could I could go into this little dungeon of a room down one end and try out vocals, try and fill in the lyrics and at the same time Harvey could work on the beats and I'd run back and forth. And when that bass line came alive, it was just like, ooh, we've got a chorus now. This is dropping. and there's this awesome sample of like they, they feel like central asian pan flutes.
0: Yes, I love these. I love Is is this the bit you're talking about? Correct. Where did you find this sound?
1: Uh look, gosh. Um
2: the, It
0: was when you were traveling. Uh, <laughs> of course, my field recorder. Yes. <laughs>
2: think uh, has so many sample packs. Yeah, I got, I got like
1: terabytes of samples. You know, some you buy from online, um, you know, sample
2: websites. What CDs I, as well? that C- you, like, you Yeah, got CDs um, posted to you? Yeah,
1: a great source is like going on eBay and typing in like sample CD mega pack. And you get something from like 1995 that says like, you know, dance mega jam sounds. And it's got like some crappy graphic on it. And it's like, wow, this is like... You're really reaching to a far corner here. You're really finding some kind of sample that's yeah sitting that's like on a CD that's twenty years old that I don't know. So it's really cool kind of not knowing where stuff comes from and just having this sort of zombie folder on your computer of just samples you've collected from all over the internet. There's also the saxophone as a sample
2: too. Oh, so that that was yep. yeah. that that was chopped up quite a lot, re pitched and chopped to try and expand it out and make it into its own hook.
0: God, oh, that must be so fun for you, Harvey. Uh, yeah, I'm quite proud of it, actually. Yeah. So at what point did the welcome to the world of our love? It was
1: um, it was misheard. So Monty did the demo, right? And it was up and we had living in the right time. as would be another dinner. So like he just said then. And then at the end, it was like. It was just mumbling. And then I, first, I heard yeah. welcome to the world of our love. And then I'm like, oh, Monty, that could be the post chorus thing. Welcome to the world of our love. The world of our love And it's like Oh okay
2: That that, that works That makes the song Because Traditionally you should go For the title first Because the title Is you know The most recognisable thing And it sums up The entire mood of the song So many times We'll go down the rabbit hole Of writing Verses Pre-choruses Choruses choruses, But we don't have the title We don't have the main hook But we didn't let it bother us And Harvey just came up with Welcome to the world of our love That's what he thought he heard Another one that Harvey did Was our song Free of fear (laughs) It used to be. I'm Richard Gear
0: tonight. I'm Richard Gear tonight. Like, I
1: like it, Monty, but I think we just
2: need to pair it back one notch.
0: <laughs> what is it? is that? The, is that because you've got the studio pumped so loud?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Well, I was just into like Pretty Woman and Richard Gere and Michael Douglas and Basic Instinct and Bill.
0: You know, like a, a
2: lot of the time we just we just pull up a beat and I just sing whatever lyrics are in front of me, and it's yeah. Harvey's great at reinterpreting them. And yeah, World of Our Love. I mean, it still gets misheard in different ways, but, and I don't know what it means, but it sums up the mood, which is nice. You know, musically, we're
1: self taught, and, you know, we were, that was at a time where we hadn't released a first album, so it was a bit frustrating being like, oh, I don't, I'm not confident in how and where this is going. What, we have to put some post chorusy bridge thing, like traditional pop music structure would say, don't do that, trim the fat, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, you know, or breakdown chorus. So the fact that we were inserting all these weird bridgey things at a principle, I, was, I didn't really like it. But in the end,
2: it
0: turned out great.
2: There's, yeah. always, there's always some sacrifice in a song. There's always the weakest point
0: that you don't like, but maybe it actually is fantastic. Before we get into this song again, tell me about what this is like playing it live. We've got some wild performances of this track.
2: Yeah, we always end our show with it because it's such a feeling of celebration. It's a universal celebration.
1: It's, it's, it's
2: just—it's not not vulnerable. It's just fun and celebratory, and it brings everyone together.
0: It's World of Our Love, Client Liaison for Inspired. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to rate, review and subscribe. And if you really liked that party, then get into Kira Peru's Molotov episode. this Melbourne music maker explain the sentiment and really the true soul behind this track. On the surface, you know, Molotov is very um, tongue-in-cheek and fun and throwaway. It's a party tune. But I think to me, it's also about empowerment and just like letting loose and taking control of your zone, Don't, not being afraid to be this badass, you know what I mean? And, um... I mean, I suffer from anxiety. I've had mental health issues. Like, I'm not always this party animal, but being that person in public and writing this song and kind of trying to embody this energy, um, I, f- I feel empowered and I've seen it empower other people. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to uh, hype this track up more than what it is, but I do think, like, for me, it's, it's really cathartic being that character. Watch me now. So, get into it if you're interested. Otherwise, thanks so much for listening. I'm Linda. I'll catch you next time.